everybody. This is episode 17. We had episode 17 now. Uh, episode 17 of the Microsoft Recap. Um, mm. Your host, Mike B, Mike Baker, and host also, co-host, Mike Bennett. What's going on, bro? What's going on, family? It's Mike Bennett. I'm good here with my good co-host, Mike Baker. Man, I hope everybody's doing good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Surviving, thriving. Doing, trying to do a little bit more than just surviving. Hopefully, y'all thriving out here. Hopefully, if y'all if y'all going through the worst of it, man, uh, we my heart's with you. If you're going through <laughs> the best of it, keep shining, bro. Keep Amen. shining. During these COVID times, if you're thriving, you look you you you're on a different level of grind right now. So we can appreciate that, man. I mean, I think we've been trying to do that over here at Bohemian Media. So hope y'all been doing the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but y'all know what the deal is, man. We we come here. This is a Microsoft, Microsoft recap. We're here to talk about Microsoft news and Microsoft uh, uh, technology here and there. Um, but mostly the news about the tech. And um, today we got a couple of topics. Uh, the first topic that we have is going to be about uh, Microsoft laying off journalists to replace them with artificial intelligence, which is uh, it's, I, can, I can see that already happening. Google did that a while ago. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about it more because Microsoft had a lot of business in news for a while. Um, but the next topic that we have is going to be about uh, Microsoft to permanently close all of the retail stores. Mm -hmm. um, and they talked about this back in the end of June, uh, but I don't know. Um, they're probably closed right now, but they are talking about permanently just closing them all together. Um, and then the last topic that we're going to talk about is about Microsoft and how they have a new fluid office document that is uh, Google Docs on steroids. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about more of that. I'm, I'm more of a Google Docs guy, but yeah, I like to see the competition floating around because it's making it happen, man. I like to see between, whenever there's competition, the the consumer tends to win at the end. So that's that's what I'm uh -huh. here for. Uh, there you uh, go. I mean, I'm, I'm here to see. I mean, I like how they branded it, right? So we'll be the knock off Google Docs, which is uh, a titan of an app. So yeah, yeah, I mean, they're they eating <laughs> off each other for real because Microsoft originally had the productivity apps and then Google created the collaborative version of productivity apps. And now Microsoft turned to, you know, roll the dice, see what they get. Yeah. I mean, they're they doing that thing right now. Um, but yeah, the first topic, like I said, um, is going to be about Microsoft uh, laying off journalists to replace them with AI. Um, Subhead reads that uh, Microsoft News and MSN is increasingly being run by robots. Um, the the this all comes from the idea of you know trying to implement artificial intelligence in more places that can be automated when it should be automated or when they can just you know release workloads so they don't have to pay for employees and they can put them somewhere else. Um, but basically what they're essentially doing is, you know, the, the front page of MSN and Microsoft News is ultimately going to become a, a artificial intelligence based uh, front page system. So whenever you go to that front page, most of the news is going to come from whatever the AI deems relevant for you to for, for you as a person, as, as an account. You know, when you have your Outlook account, what is it? Outlook, Microsoft, what is it? They have an Outlook account, MSN.com, Hotmail.com. Hotmail, and Live.com. <laughs> like they got all these different platforms because they, they've been trying to reinvent themselves like 50 times. And um, 
even back when it was just msn.com and then they had like the msn browser with that freaking colorful butterfly yeah. like uh, <laughs> like they 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 try to put news out there and for a while i guess they had like news like an actual news room where they had journalists that would vet the news and go through all the channels to say which one was what and i'm guessing they probably tried to create a news website and you know have their own journalists writing the news based on what they found out there and you know probably picking off of other news sources but i mean i i don't i don't know i know when it comes to um me i use google news and google news essentially is an artificial based system and it's it's sort of redundant for google news to have because you know google's not writing the news they basically right. get all their news from like New York Times and, you know, The Verge or wherever, wherever a news uh, official news source is. Mm -hmm. So like for them, it, it, it's kind of no need to have a newsroom when all of those other companies have newsrooms. All you got to do is vet what they seem, what they mm -hmm. already put out there. Like if they put it out and, you know, you have an AI that is associated with each user whatever user is interested in whatever particular news, you just had that AI go out and do the fishing for them and find the news for them and give them the best stuff that they feel like is most relevant for them. But I don't see yet yeah, there being a point actually having anybody curate a particular homepage anymore. Like that's, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of old school where everybody's seen the same page. Right. Kind of like what newspapers used to be where everybody got the same front page, everybody got the same <laughs> news. Right. I mean, I feel like I think this it has to do with one just them leaning, and we they say this in the article too that Microsoft has had this big push for AI in the past like couple months or so. Mm -hmm. Has something to do with that? It's different agendas that they're all melding together for this, and I think the bigger overarching thing is maybe not mentioned as much in this article is that a lot of the news that the people get nowadays comes from social media, so. Right. All the, and, and we live in a, in a state where to, to those who they want to consume the news, it's people who consume information, there's always a debate between what's real and what's not. And I think that's where the AI comes into play is like checking sources for what's valid news or not. But I think a lot of it is, just, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't really uh, when I when I go to like the home page on uh, like the new even with the new browser they have. Right. Um, Microsoft Chrome, they call it. Oh, that's that's the, yeah, yeah, Microsoft the other Chrome. name for it. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right for that. But no, um, what is it for um, Edge? Uh, I guess you want to call it 2.0, the new Edge. Some of the news that they have up on there. Um, uh, if I from looking at it right. And sometimes even when I'm using like Internet Explorer on my my, my uh, computer what is it my um, uh, job computer I don't ever pay attention to the news that's there you know what I mean like mostly right. honestly me, me as a consumer most of the time when I get news it either comes from somebody that's streaming something that's something ridiculous that Trump is saying on CNN CNN at the time on Facebook or IG or just it can be different information like we're saying here they um these different uh syndicates of these different platforms that have um their news links posted on either by the people or by that actual um, or by that company's profile, they posting it on like Facebook or in LinkedIn or something. So right, right. With, with all of that going on, I think that it's, it's becoming a, 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 at its core from a business standpoint, I think this is about in this instance, saving money in which, you know, 
looking at what the competition is, right? Like where you like you just said, that was an excellent point, Mike. Looking at what like what Google has done, that's what they do. They just they just pretty much pull uh news from different uh, from different sources and and qualify this as we call these say this is Google News because this is how, what Google has organized as the news for its platform. So mm-hmm. I mean I, I think it's it's a um good push. I know some some of the stuff in here they ask is it is it about um you know is it is it they, are they laying off because of COVID times and I don't think Microsoft is hurting right. so much from COVID like a lot of other companies. Like you found out in these times man a lot of companies was living check by check. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, when that thing hit, they was out. Microsoft but, uh, is a trillion dollar company; they ain't going nowhere. Right, right. It was that that uh, we ain't gonna talk about it too much, but I know you said it in other show, Mike. They already had um, the six juggernauts at the table on. on um, oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, four yeah. Juggernauts. It was and, like, that, and that was the thing, like, yeah, like, like during during the whole Congress thing, like Tech Congress, they had the um, they had. Jeff Bezos, they had Amazon, they had Apple, they had um, Facebook, and they had Google there. And Microsoft was able to skirt under all of that. Yeah. Uh, most of that, most of that, and you know, most of that comes from the fact that um, Microsoft, they already had gone through an antitrust issue back in like, you know, 2000, well, a long time ago when it came mm-hmm. to uh, Internet Explorer and, you know, Netscape that was like an old issue so like they already I mean they already had gone through antitrust and um, the other issue is you know Microsoft collects people's data but they're not number one at collecting anybody's data like Facebook is collecting your data Amazon is collecting your data Google is collecting your data and Apple they they say they're not collecting your data but they they collecting they collecting the data that you allow them to collect and they heavily collecting that I they mean, ain't they, cahoots with a lot of people that's collecting data. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're using if you're using Facebook, you're using Google, you're using Amazon, you're probably using it on an Apple device. So mm. that's that's your business right there. So they don't necessarily need to collect collect it directly. They are the arbiters of where you collect it from. Mm. I mean, like, so I mean, that's 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 the thing for them. But like Microsoft, you know, they they really don't make that much. They make a lot. I'm not gonna lie. They make like a couple million, but they don't make the billions off of ads mm. yeah they ain't making billions off of advertisement and collecting data they trying to they want to they wish they could they but want some of that ad money <laughs> i mean it keeps them in a safe position not to collect everybody's data like you know google is in a bad position right now because that's 90 percent of their money is selling ads so yeah and i want to speak too about the whole AI. i mean yeah we already know that the, i think that Microsoft is uh, flying below the radar when it comes to that. I mean, you never know that like, all of what's being collected, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as far as what's publicly out there, be it that things like Google, they are like the information collecting, like search engine juggernauts, you know what I mean? Like they, they don't, that's what they do. So of course they're going to be under fire all the time, but even with Microsoft, they, they got to be doing some type of collecting stuff. Yeah, I mean, even, the, even in this instance right here, I mean, <laughs> with, with the news being that it's going to be a completely automated system, as a user of Microsoft, as soon as you sign into your account, that means that you're basically giving them the right to at least monitor your news activity. Yeah, I mean, so they're going to know the type of news articles that you like to be interested in because you're going to click on it and you're going to read it and you're going to go back to it. Like me personally, I, I tend to not use Facebook for my news. I tend to watch my news. I, I'll go to Google News on my phone as a as a as a phone app. And I'll scroll through my news from there, mostly because I don't like Facebook's the way they track people. So like 
if I put my news on there, then they'll know the type of news that I'm also interested in. Besides like local news for, you know, local concerns, you know, communicating with the local community. I really don't put my news directly on Facebook. Um, I don't get my news directly from Facebook. I usually get it from um, a news app. But yeah, even the news apps are tracking you, so it don't really matter. Because I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. I've been using Facebook. For my <laughs> you can find it on there. You can definitely find it on there, and you can find. And the reason I don't, I don't use it mostly is because of because um, of the social commentary. Like if I just want straight news, and I don't really care what anybody's talking about. But um, if I wanna, if I wanna go. Like I'll use that if, but if I want to actually know what the community thinks about the news, then maybe and then I'll find an article. Or I'll find it because it's not hard to find any news on Facebook. I'll find it on there just to see what um, the people are talking about, like the comments, because that's what that's what Facebook is really about the the, the people. So the commentary talking about yeah the commentary about a particular piece of news so I'll I'll sift through it and find it for that piece. But if I'm just looking for straight news and I just like. I, like when I go, like I ain't been going anywhere too much because of this thing, but like because everything shut down. But like if I'm going sitting around, sitting at like a doctor's office or something, got 15 minutes to burn, I'll throw on I'll throw on the news app just to see what the news is, mm. and I don't, I don't need to talk to nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to see what the news is. She was being sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want I don't want to know what 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 the comments are. I just want to see the news. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. I mean that that. That makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, as far as getting that pure unadulterated, you know, like news, I, I would say too, like about the article uh, with them getting rid of the idea of getting rid of journalists, mm-hmm. kind of dips into that whole idea of, uh, you know, like what we were talking about in the previous show with the, um, or in the other show with the Weekly Tech Rap, but this, this AI having its hand in something that deals with like creative. Cause I mean, although journalism, it's, it's, it has its creative size, right? It's like half and half. Like, of course, you, your, your, your journal, your, it's journalism based off of like real life things, like news stuff like that. But then, too, like people, the, what we get from what makes it more juicy, or you know, the same. Say we take the same subject of like news, whatever's being talked about. It can be talked about. It can be uh, worded and given to you in a different way, where it becomes digestible to you. Where it may not be like that for someone else. So I think. Yeah eliminating that element of it is something that we can tread like i think they should tread lightly on because at that point i think if you're just pulling in a whole lot of things you can you can almost become like just like white noise you know what i mean but yeah i mean that's that's why they that's why they're using ai because um with the like the the artistry of journalism and what Microsoft does, those are technically two different things. Like really Microsoft doesn't really do too much news themselves directly. So for them to have direct journalists, it doesn't really make sense. They can keep the creativity of journalism with the actual news organizations. I mean, like if, if they are the Times, if they are the Sun, then they can stay with those news organizations and you know, be journalists there. What scares me is when those news organizations that come about decide to use AI to write articles, like like using AI to sort articles is one thing, but using AI to to write articles, like that's the part that scares me is like when they like, you know what, we'll just have some AI 
look at five articles that somebody else wrote from five other news sources and the AI will read those and then write its own article based on that news from the five other news sources. Mm. Like that's, that's the part that scares me. Like if like similar, like we were just talking about with the, with the Congress thing, having all those CEOs at the Congress at, at Congress, like 30 articles were written about that stuff. So, um, a, 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 a 31st news article could technically have an AI read all those 30 news articles and then rewrite a, a 31st news article and mm. send that out. And like at that point, it's sort of like, well, at what level do you actually need a journalist or at what, what, at what level do you need that much news? We got all those news sources that anyway, but at the same time, when do you need, when do you actually need the artistry of journalists versus just having some artificial intelligence, write stuff? Like mm. you still need people to do investigative research. And that's, that's the part of journalism that gets overlooked, like the investigation part. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but let's let's go ahead and move into the next article. Uh, next one that we have is uh, going to be about Microsoft permanently closing all of its retail stores, uh, particularly the subhead is that of Microsoft locations in New York, Lo London, Sydney, Australia, and Rich uh, Redmond, Virginia. I'm assuming uh, will be turned into experience centers. Now. The experience centers, um, those are technically a little bit different. I guess, my, you know, Microsoft essentially has been trying to duplicate what Apple has been successfully doing for a while with the Apple stores. Um, and I guess it hasn't really been succeeding for them. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it definitely has it. They, they don't have they, a phone. The indoctrination or ain't, ain't as strong as Apple's, man. Yeah, like Apple yeah. got that. That special that 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 sauce. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. They 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 never had a Steve Jobs. I mean, their, their Steve Jobs was Bill Gates, and he not the same. I mean, <laughs> um, like they, but they trying. They were trying to build that type of rapport with their customer base, with their clientele base, um, and and you know build out these Microsoft Windows centers essentially that have like Windows computers everywhere and the Xbox and particularly Xbox. You know, a lot of people wanted to have the Xbox there because that's the entertainment part of Microsoft where they can show off all the fun and actually get somebody to spend money on luxury items, not even thinking. Um, but, you know, with COVID happening, it, it furthered the idea that they don't need this stuff because it's not successful because it already wasn't making a lot of people come in there. Nobody was really going into the stores and the storefronts at all. And then with COVID happening, the only thing you ever see happening on there is particularly, you know, with these protests and stuff like that. Um, the the protest was normal stuff happening, but then, you know, you had rioters that were inside with the protests deciding to go ahead and, you know, ramsack a Microsoft store or Apple store here and there. And like, you know, they're getting bad publicity. They're they not making any money off the stores. The stores is just a waste of money to what their core business is anyway, which is now the cloud. So for them to not even to, they don't have anything to sell in a retail store. They don't really sell direct products to people. They, they sell software and services now. Mm -hmm. So like, it's no, it's no real part for them to have it. They got the service. So now they really like, all right, we're going to turn this into an experience location. We're going to turn this into a place where you get to feel what it's like to have Microsoft as a part of your life. So in that case, you don't necessarily have to buy anything from there. 
you, you can just come here and see what some of the stuff is is like you know they they've been selling they were trying to sell the office 365 i think they they talked about turning office 365 into microsoft 365 so that they can sell it as a life product i mean they don't want to just have it be productivity they want the stuff to be life products mm. i mean so what, what do you what do you think about that i mean i think i think life that service it's 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 something that it's i think it's a good way to try to do business because it, it's so i see where when i hear things like this i think it's being affected by just the climate of like honestly what what amazon has achieved so a lot of like even with what apple has going on because they've been successful at that type of that that uh blueprint if you will of having it more of just like in the, you know like what apple does that microsoft failed that but when you have uh when you have like amazon where it comes on the scene it doesn't really have a store like that thing is just like they just have more um and although they don't they don't really have like i, I haven't come across an amazon laptop yet per se, but just based based on them being within the tech space, you sharing some type of space in the way that they run their business. Um, I think that trying to find a way to cut costs and then give an experience that will brand themselves as something different while being able to see how they can make more like get more business online is really what the what the ultimate aim is. A lot, a lot of the things they may be saying on, on top is kind of like pitch posh to me. Like when I hear stuff like, oh, we, when I hear permanently closing stores, I, auto, I automatically think cut costs. Like it's it's not, because what do they really, even with the ones they, they just recently opened up, I think it was in Sydney, I think. they Where was it in here? They either opened it in Sydney or London. But they, uh, they opened one up, but it's like, again, what's happening with what's going on within the world right now. And they, of course, they don't try to say it's by COVID, but you know, a lot of things have been, business has slowed down, even for trillion dollar businesses have slowed down. Uh, they're just taking a look at what could they do differently. And I think kind of flipping it into a way where you can go there and get an, get an experience for like all of what Microsoft has to offer, kind of like for like brand awareness, almost like give like an amusement park feel. And I know it's not an amusement park, but you know, having like where it's just purely entertainment is something that could really do it will do well for the brand honestly I, I i that's that's how i so i see down here uh it says it's like like what you're saying it's like the source of knowledge of microsoft retail operations told Verge that this plan was originally in place for the following year but it was accelerated by covid19 um and it's talking about everything that's going on with like the new the new system they got coming out i don't know what by the way, are you are you going to get the Xbox or are you going to get the uh, the, the the PlayStation? I'm I'm still getting PlayStation. You get the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for I, some folks, that's not an either or. They getting both. But, you know, I ain't got. Yeah, to yeah. I'm not. A, I ain't, I don't I don't care about either or. Like Xbox, <laughs> X, Xbox hasn't sold me. Like I get the whole Game Pass and everything synonymous to your computer lifestyle and all that. I solely play consoles because I separate my gaming from my pc work because i work in the pc industry i work in the technology industry so when i use my computers i like to use my computers for computing and like even if i was to get into software development for games i would like to keep the development on a pc and not really concern myself with trying to make something for a pc i would definitely be making my stuff for a console or for a mobile device or some other handheld, some other dedicated system. 
I mean, and I'm 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 kind of, I mean, that's I don't know that the dedicated platform is sort of the same way that Apple runs their business model, and that's just the way that it works. It works pretty well. I don't see myself jumping over to Microsoft for anything except for uh, access to more Sony stuff personally. Yeah, um, I mean, I think that <laughs> to speak to that man, I think uh, Microsoft has a good. So, so also in an article was said that because a lot of their stores are like, are, are, I'm paraphrasing here, a lot of their stores are in malls, so them closing down doesn't look like something out of the ordinary because stores be moved around all this stuff all the time. It's not really going to hurt the brand by them closing things down. They kind of have their own way of, I guess, they're, even their indoctrination, like we're saying with the whole Xbox thing. But um, yeah, I, I just, I think that the idea of them closing some things down it, they kind of cost you to reopen it and everything. It's, it's actually may prove to be something that's good for them rather than like, it's not like a negative, uh, it's not like a red flag for me. Like when I hear, like if it was something where, you know, a bunch of uh, big Kmart stores closing down, like yeah, of course, that that's something where you're like, what's going on, a value city? But a Microsoft, no, they just, they have too many, they have, they, they have too much depth within our society when it comes to, especially when it comes to government for them to just be taken completely out of business because they had to shut a couple of retail, retail stores down instead of it. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not, they're not, <laughs> they're not in the retail business. I mean, they, they basically are in the business of keeping other businesses alive. There you go, like, yeah. so it's, they're more B2B anything than anything when it comes to, business to consumer stuff it's it's mostly services except for occasional people that buy surface tablets and the the one all-in-one that they seem to have and then xboxes bunch of xboxes like they they don't really have much to sell but they have an experience to sell if you want one drive and like say you want cloud storage and all your stuff in the cloud and you want to keep all your documents up there, all your games up there, all your music and movies in the cloud, and they got that experience, and that's what they really trying to push. They trying to push <laughs> the the Microsoft experience. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's, it's something that you know, yeah. That they they with them having to kind of lean into that more, they're gonna do they're gonna do just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and going to this next article, like software is where they're at i mean basically they stopped they right. stopped this microsoft it's micro computer software that's right. basically all microsoft <laughs> yeah. is for us so like, like so like all they all they their, their new platform that they're doing is i mean it's in the cloud this whole coming up with office 365 doing that on a web-based platform and now they have this new article which is about microsoft's new fluid office documents which is very similar to google docs but on steroids um <laughs> they they're basically just trying to further push the agenda of having things stored in the cloud and and having people sign up for their ecosystem they're trying to build as much of an ecosystem around cloud services as possible so that you can build a lifestyle around using their products. And um, part of that is like with this article is making their stuff better. And and Microsoft Office is actually getting a lot better now that it's in the cloud. Like one of the things that I hated for Microsoft for so long is that Microsoft Office never changed in all those years, like from 
95 and 97 and 2000, 2003, all these different versions of Microsoft Office, and it never changed. It was just new. It was just a new release. And everybody had to get the new release so that y'all can email documents to each other. And like, it really didn't make no sense to me about how Office really got to be so, so heavy besides, you know, for business to business purposes. I always felt like there was an alternative with uh, micro with office, well, open office. I used to be one of the few people that used to use open office until um, Google Docs came out and Google Drive. And now that Microsoft has decided to take their stuff from just being a, a standalone install on somebody's computer of Microsoft Office to being Office 365, where it's in the cloud and you have a website you go to and you sign in. Um, now they can actually do better development on things because they're not programming to all these different type of computers. They just program into their browser. They program into to Edge, which is Microsoft Chrome. You know I mean, <laughs> so like um, now that they have Edge and now that they're building on that platform, they're able to run better applications in JavaScript. And one of those better applications is this integrated version of Office now. So instead mm -hmm. of having a document that is a you have a Microsoft Word document and having a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet and having a PowerPoint document. Now they have one document where you can fuse all of those three together, which is which is pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's something that micro, that Google has been doing in, in various ways for a long time um, with 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 um, Google Docs, where you can take parts of it like if like there's a Google Forms section where you can create forms and then you can integrate those forms into a into the document itself. Um, now they're starting to implement that stuff into to Mark Office 365 and include with Outlook because all this stuff works with Outlook too. So instead of you having to open up a whole new document to create a document and then send that to an email through an email, you can literally create your document <laughs> in the email. Right. Like you just create your document in the email, just get it out of the way. Like that they sound tight. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're improving on things that you can do instead of having us open up multiple tabs, open up multiple windows. You just, you work in this one space Please. and yeah. it's, 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 it's um, a Microsoft Google is planning on doing something similar. They're, they're going to release something in the next couple of weeks where they're integrating chat and Google docs into Gmail. So you just have this one, platform to be able to do all your productivity but um microsoft is obviously still the leader when it comes to productivity yeah. like they still number one they, they've been number one it's just google definitely has been eating their lunch and tearing away at you know coming up with new ideas so like I, I like to see what they how this actually works but like i said i'm a google guy for 90 percent of the stuff i do how you feel about it, man? Yeah, you, I mean, you, I, I know, like, I know, I know you use Office heavy, so like, yeah. <laughs> parts and I'm, 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 I'm not sure. Like, I don't understand. I never really used the online version of Office 365, and it's been a while since I routinely used the desktop version. So I don't know how that transition <laughs> works. Yeah, I mean, the, the, see, the benefit that I've had as far as being accustomed to using Microsoft's like 
cloud software and 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 everything. This that their whole suite is that a lot of the jobs I've worked on, uh, like my past couple projects and what I'm working on now, they all use Microsoft 365. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like all I really know. You know, what I mean? like I, I know, like I use Google Docs and I use the Google Suite as well. You know, what I mean, we actually, you know, this is how we doing what we're doing. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we we use use that. But I mean, I, I don't it personally. Um, I think they they both have its um. It's pluses and minuses like for me so i say personally um like being that i've been using microsoft for so long i know all you know a lot of the hot keys the shortcut keys and stuff like that to get things done that tends to remain the same um it's just there like even like like with with the the tools and even the keys that we use for microsoft is like a part of this like the whole um the the frame any any uh, if i go into the, the typical like software that you won't think Microsoft has its hands in. They use the um, I forgot what it's called the C sharp the uh, the .NET framework, mm-hmm. where even the hotkeys that Microsoft has for its documents, you can find them in other uh, applications you use as well. So I think right. it, it's something where they have um, because, you know, they're, you know, microcomputer software, right. They've kind of embedded a lot of their culture just into computing itself. So when it comes to stuff like them coming up with a new, uh, uh, um, uh, them coming up with some new software, right. Some, some new, um, plugin, if you, if you will, for something like this, it's only but a matter of time that I think the culture becomes accustomed to it. Because again, like what we said in the previous article, um, a lot of what they do is it's kind of embedded in keeping businesses alive, right? So if you're going to find somewhere, I can just envision that somehow down the line, I'm going to be using the same feature that's in the email that, you know, we're going to have to do an upgrade on or something like that. And now we have this new functionality that's available to us. Right? So I, I think it's as far as if I'm measuring it personally, um, you know, it, it's, it's a personal preference. I would still use Microsoft. 365, the full suite and everything they have over over Google just because I'm used to it. As far as with how the consumer will take to it, um, it's a hit or miss. Do you I have a, that, as a, as a, because like I said, the, the, because there's the desktop version and then the online version, do you ever go through any type of fluctuation or confusion and like which one is which the one I'm supposed to be, I should be using at the time? Like, should I just go on to the website or should I go to open up the window on, on my computer type thing? Well, like I, I typically, I, I well, so the one I use is, is typically on the uh, the desktop, right? But because it's the the cloud services, things that, so so I don't I don't find it. Um, I mean, I use the ones online. Like we we have the documentation where, of course, if we are like sharing or to, or you know we have where where say for instance, me and my teammate, we may be doing some type of code review or something. Not to get too techy for anybody out there, we may be doing some type of code review or something. We 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 are in two different locations, of course will use like you know the online services and the, and it's and it's pretty again it's it has the same hotkey it has the same feel so yeah. i mean i don't really have a preference per se i just i think it's I, I don't i don't really look at it as this is microsoft word or microsoft excel on the desktop of microsoft excel online this is microsoft excel yeah you know what i mean like, that's that's the thing so it's like and that's that's, I, and that's been yeah. the transition that's, that's <laughs> yeah. been the thing that i've been kind of iffy with like like because I know they have, they, I know ultimately their goal is to transition everything to being online, and um, yeah. like the the fusion always been like, how do you 
transition all the people over like that's the reason that they still had a desktop version is because so many people have been using the desktop version that they can't just switch over like they gotta <laughs> they gotta groom people into switching over i mean so like the 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 just having to deal with both of those like just trying to figure out how to deal with like for me i switched over to office 350 i mean to google docs because i just knew i wasn't going to pay for office i didn't never want to pay for it as soon as i found out that was free google docs was free i just started using google docs and now i pay for google docs because they've built up so much into it that i find it useful to actually pay for but like I know that it's online, so that's been always been the thing. And like, it's it's really about the collaboration features for me. That's that's probably the main thing of why they create Office three sixty five is because it's for collaboration, being able to to communicate with people online and immediately share stuff. Like that transition is the only thing that's been. I never really wanted to pick up on the three sixty five because I already had what I had with Google Docs. So I didn't know what that world was like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those because it's, it's just based off of the lifestyle, right? And now I think that a lot of people may be used to using Microsoft because it's like, you know, people like a lot of people don't know that they are different. Um, they are different. What you call Microsoft Word? Um, word processors out there, right? Like they 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 have different software yeah. but because it's just you know again when microsoft is just so, so embedded in society like i think many people won't but what i'm getting at is i think it won't be that hard of a transition for folk like if they do like what they have the, you know the uh lego it's not it's not going to be difficult for them to transition and i think that it's actually akin to like more people will be are just used to microsoft i don't really think a lot of people the average person that is using some like a Google product. This is only using Google search. I don't think the average person is using the Google suite. Google suite is more so catered to, I think people who have, you know, they, they may, they may be accustomed to it, but it's not like, I, like I, I, for example, I, um, one thing I'm actually writing a book right now, one of my friends and I asked him, tried to ask him, are you familiar with Google docs? And he was like, no, he's 29. He's never really used it. Like, so, you know, yeah. that just kind of speaks to, you know, you have to actually, uh, I think the Google suite, although Google is Google, it's still niche. Whereas yeah. though Microsoft is more standard. Yeah, it's, it's oh, the yeah. first one. It's the first yeah. one. So they 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 get all the standards because of the first one. Uh, I was I'm 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 just happy that they're transitioning to online because mm -hmm. I mean it, it makes that capability a lot easier. Because right. um, like once your software is online, you can connect it to other software that's online. So like what what happens with things that are online with Google Docs and like, you know, sheets and stuff like that. If I have a if I have a website that I'm running and I want to collect analytics reports and then transition those analytics to a spreadsheet without ever having to download anything, I literally can just open it up and have my spreadsheet. Whereas Google Docs, I mean, the old school way of Microsoft Office, you always had to download yeah, something, download the joint pull it up. And with the transition of it being online, everything will be online with API and stuff like that. It'll make a tra a smoother transition so that things could communicate better. And that old school way just has to die out, but that's not going to die out without the people letting go. So mm -hmm. like Office 365, whether it's, whether it's Office 365 or Google Docs, 
that's the cool part. The, the, the dead part is the stuff of installing your office product. Like I hate, yeah. I hate <laughs> what I just used the old one. Cause it's like, you, you just slowing it up. Right. Get, get on, get online. Use the, use the online. Get, get on board. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like whether, whether it's office or, or Google, just use the online version. Oh, that's what be killing me. But yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a personal rant. All y'all listen to that personal <laughs> rant. Appreciate that. Um, as as usual, uh, if y'all like the show, go ahead and subscribe, follow, share, comment, look for us on all the social media resources and uh, uh, give us feedback because I always like the feedback that always gives us actually a bit of motivation. Um, like I said, you can find us on everything. If you just do a Google search for a Microsoft recap, looking for a podcast, um, you might see a couple other things where people say Microsoft recap, but they're talking about like a recap of a particular segment that Microsoft did, which is like rare. We are the Microsoft <laughs> recap show. So right. you can definitely find us on on the podcast if you look for Microsoft recap. Um, but beyond that, man, hopefully I'll be safe out there. Uh, you got anything, Mike? Um, no, nah, man, that's all I got, man. I think that, you know, like you said, just follow us on all these platforms, man. I, I think that, you know, if, if when people, for, for all those out there that's listening, you will definitely enjoy coming to the platform here and what we got to say, because like what Mike was saying, it's not like a recap of what we're doing, of, of what, you know, just like what other people are doing. We actually sharing something that's a little bit different that I think is honestly a little bit more spicy and you'll enjoy it. So, so follow us on these platforms, man. Stay in touch and we'll keep on giving y'all some of that good, delicious and vicious content. <laughs> yeah man for sure for sure um yeah man but y'all y'all take it easy out there y'all be safe out there and uh holla back at us peace right, take care. peace